Hey everybody, I'm back with another episode for y'all today. And for this particular episode, I'm going to be talking about a couple bits of news that came out um, over the last couple days regarding, you know, the James Harden situation in Houston. Um, you know, I know it's been a couple days since I posted something. Well, you know, there's several reasons. I mean, first of all, there wasn't really wasn't much to talk about over the last couple of days. And then second of all, it's just been really hectic at work, but, you know, it's been very productive. So overall, uh, you know, productive is good. Um, but before I go back to work tonight, you know, I'm pretty well rested now. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and post this episode about the James Harden situation. Before I get into today's news, I'm going to give you all a quick recap. Basically, James Harden, when he first requested his trade, he originally requested to go get traded to Brooklyn. But that trade fell through really, really quick. Um, fast forward to this season. I mean, Brooklyn's looking like they don't really need a deal. And, and to be quite honest, um, this trade might take a while now that I think about it. Because this was a very, very short offseason. So it's going to take a little bit more time for these players to clear. Um, you know, the players that you know, just sign with teams, it's going, or just sign new contracts, it's going to take a while, at least until like February or March or something, to be able to trade these certain players, to make certain deals work, because James Harden, after all, is making about 40 million a year, um, <clears throat> and there's other players out there that I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that are very interested. They just can't make it work because of the money right now. But when the deal, um, when when the trade deadline happens, uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of very quick movement around February or March that that we see regarding you know the James Harden situation and other trades. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of trades happening this 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 year. Um, so, the, you know, there's a lot of teams that were really close, apparently, to working out deals with the Houston Rockets. Um, one of them apparently was the Brooklyn Nets, but, you know, they, they were heavily engaged in talks. But Brooklyn did not want to give up um, more than they felt like they more than they originally had offered. They weren't budging. So Houston backed out. So after that, Houston or uh, James Harden had to basically, you know, expand his list, and everybody pretty much acknowledged the fact that you know Daryl Morey and James Harden have a very good working relationship with each other. So that Philadelphia might be the um, might be on his list very soon, but it didn't come on his list for officially until later. Um, so eventually he added Philadelphia to his list and uh, officially, and I mean, there wasn't any real, there wasn't any real movement with that because they didn't want to give up Ben Simmons. Daryl Morey did not want to give up Ben Simmons, but the, the, the thing about Ben Simmons and, uh, Joel Embiid is that they don't work well together. They don't. Like, they might be friends, but they just, like, playing styles do not complement one another, one another's. So, to me, 
it just makes sense to trade one or the other. But, you know, Daryl Morey, he's a little bit greedy. He's a little bit greedy. Um, and even if it means getting a guy like James Harden, he, he just, he's just does not really seem willing to trade Ben Simmons at the moment. So Houston kind of left that alone for now. But I think that, um, the way that Philadelphia's kind of been this season, uh, it, it's very hard to say one way or the other if, if Daryl Moore is actually going to need to make a trade or not. Um, if I was in Daryl Morey's position, though, uh, I wouldn't make the deal. And, and this isn't me being a James Harden hater. It's the fact that Daryl Morey signed um, Dwight Howard in the offseason. And Rockets fans, we all know how James Harden and Dwight Howard, you know, their relationship is. Uh, these two started off pretty good. Um and after three years, Dwight Howard requested a trade because he didn't want to play with James Harden anymore. And I feel like if you bring James Harden into the mix in Philadelphia, that's going to create some problems. Like Dwight Howard might have to be included in any trade package involving James Harden. There's a chance. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Or uh, Dwight Howard might have to get traded away um, at some point. Because after all, I think Dwight's on a one-year deal in Philly. So, you know, by the trade deadline, he's going to have an expiring contract anyway. So, you know, he's just one of those guys that you just don't want to lose for free either. You don't want to lose for nothing. And... Um, so I, I do expect Dwight to get traded by the end of this season as well. If, and that's a big if, if James Harden, um, gets traded to Philly. Uh, I, I still do not think that's actually going to happen. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, anything can happen. Like things can change a lot within a matter of, of seconds in the NBA. So then James Harden, you know, obviously was still not traded. So he his trade demands he had to basically expand his uh wish list even more. And again, you know, the the Rockets they're not obligated to trade James Harden a team on his wish list. The only problem here is that if he gets traded to a team that's not on his wish list, yes, the team has him for 2 years, but the risk with that is that if he gets traded to a team that he doesn't want to play for, they're going to have to deal with him for two years. Because if he acts that way with another team, his trade value goes... If he acts the way he's been acting with the Rockets with another team, um, his trade value is going to go down even more. Um, I think so far this season, since, the, since James Harden returned to Houston, you know, for the most part... He's been a professional. Um, and, and this is me saying that. So, uh, it, it was just that one incident where he was seen at a strip club in Houston, uh, without a mask. That pretty much, you know, that was just like the one strike against him since he returned to Houston. Um, uh, but after, 
after he got back to camp and all that, you know, I mean, he's been putting up some really good numbers for the Rockets over the last two games. Um, I don't think he's going to continue to put up numbers like that once John Wall returns, once DeMarcus Cousins returns, once Eric Gordon returns. You know, once they all return, um, and then, like, the other role players and everything, uh, I just don't really see James Harden being able to... I think he'll still put up some really good numbers when, when the team is fully healthy. Um, he'll he'll be able to put up maybe, like I said in a previous episode, he'll probably be able to put up maybe like 35 and 7. 35 points and 7. Um, thir- I say 30 to 35 points in like 7, 7 to 10 assists a game. Uh, but I think John Wall's going to be the primary ball handler because it... You know, John Wall, he's still on a contract for, I think, three more years. And in that, that fourth year, he's on a player deal. Or it's a, uh, it's a player uh, option on that fourth year. So, um, you know, John Wall could potentially be with the Rockets for the next, uh, I think, three to four years, three to five years even. Um, so it, it just looks like the Rockets are really trying to uh, build this team around John Wall while he's still in the middle of his prime. I mean, he's looking like vintage John Wall. He's looking like the John Wall before the injury. Um, DeMarcus Cousins I mean, is also looking pretty good, but DeMarcus is on a one-year deal. But you know how long DeMarcus has been waiting to play with John Wall? That's going to factor into, if the Rockets invite him back, that's going to factor into the possibility of the Rockets giving DeMarcus Cousins, assuming that they they still play well together this season, um, that's going to factor into the Rockets or into DeMarcus Cousins potentially giving the Rockets a a uh, hometown discount. Um, basically, he would be like he might get some better offers if he plays really well this season, but he might take a little bit of a pay cut to stay in Houston. I mean, the good thing about Houston is that it's in the state of Texas, and in the state of Texas, there is no state taxes. Um, so, I mean, you could be making a million extra dollars in, say, somewhere like New York or California, but a lot of that's going into property taxes or into uh, state taxes, I mean. And so, really... Yeah, you, you still make more in those other states, but you probably only make like, I mean, the difference won't be, but like maybe 200 to 300,000 more, um, in those other states. So, um, what's this? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, there's a, there's a, pretty good chance that they're going to try to build this team around John Wall. Uh, for the next few years, um, and all the younger players that they've acquired in this past offseason. Um, so Philly, I think, is out. So then, then, um, or at least they're out for now. So James Harden, he expanded his list to Milwaukee and Miami. Now, Milwaukee, I, I think that would have been a really good fit, but. Um, you know, after, after thinking about it a little bit more, I realized that, you know, 
I remembered that, you know, James and Giannis don't like each other already. And James Harden's got this way of bringing people on that he thinks he's going to get along with. And then uh, after a season or two, the relationship grows sour. Well, Milwaukee has made a lot of different moves. And apparently they've had some private conversations with Giannis uh, because, you know, Milwaukee themselves were in their own little contract dispute with their superstar in Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, Giannis wanted a bunch of assurances to stay in Milwaukee, but he was very, very close to leaving Milwaukee for Miami. Um, but he wanted some assurances. And one of those topics that I read this morning that came up was if the Bucks were to bring James Harden to Milwaukee, how would he feel? And Milwaukee or uh, and Giannis wanted nothing to do with that. Giannis wanted nothing to do with James Harden. So the the decision to not bring on James Harden factored into um, factored into. Um, uh, uh, Giannis's decision to stay in Milwaukee. I'm not saying it was the whole reason, but I, I, I'd say that it was a reason. Um. Okay, so I've already covered Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Miami. Um. And then he added Boston onto his list. Now, Boston. Boston, there's a. I think that the reason why there's no deal is because, like, that organization is split. Like, 50% of that organization at least seems to not want James Harden there. I think it's only a couple of the people in the front office actually want James Harden there. And current Celtics players that aren't even thrown around in these trade talks involving Harden are already coming out and saying that James Harden James Harden that they, they want nothing to do with James Harden. They're publicly saying stuff like that. Um like I know Jason Tatum I think said something like that and he hasn't even been thrown around in those talks. Uh you know and a couple others um have said stuff like that. So I mean at the end of the day, I mean the Celtics, they're looking really, really good this season. Um, not sure if you really want to blow that up or not. And, and that's the thing. Like, Miami backed away really quick as well. When Houston was asking for more than just Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and a few draft picks, um, Houston wanted more. And so Miami backed away. So the point that I'm trying to get at is all five of these teams, if I'm doing my math right, I think it's five teams is on uh, James Harden's wish list. And the most that they did was a report was reported today or yesterday that they just made courtesy calls like they weren't really seriously trying to pursue James Harden. Um, they just wanted to kind of feel out. um you know, what what the Rockets would be asking for for James Harden. 
Uh, but they weren't really seriously trying to make a move for him. So now we seem to be back at square one. Um, I mean, Toronto's still very interested. Um, Denver apparently is still very interested. So this is what I'm, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, because I saw a rumor today that Denver, they're not necessarily interested in a James Harden trade. Uh, they're not necessarily interested in acquiring James Harden, but they are interested in being one of the teams involved in shipping James Harden out of Houston. Um, I think for them, it's like if, if they get James Harden, great, but if they don't, then I mean, it's okay too because Denver's not even, Denver hasn't even been listed as one of, you know, James Harden's preferences. So you don't know how he's going to act if he does get traded there. Now, apparently Denver has been very interested in trading for potentially a Bradley Beal um, or Drew Holiday. And Drew, because he just signed with the um, Milwaukee Bucks, I don't think that the Bucks are able to trade him until the trade deadline. So I think there's going to be some type of uh, trade talk between Milwaukee and Denver uh, happening more towards like February-ish. But um, as of right now, there's not going to be any movement on that front. I mean, the thing is that... Um, so let me take this back to uh, the Harden situation. How does this all tie in with the Harden situation? Now, like I said just now, Denver's willing to be one of three or four teams, however many teams it takes to to get Houston what they want, because it's very hard for one team to come up with all the assets um, that would be, be required to, to obtain um, James Harden. But if you factor in the assets from like three or four different teams, you could have yourself a major blockbuster deal with a bunch of moving parts, like James Harden being moved to another team. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. being moved to Houston. I know Houston is very interested in acquiring Michael Porter Jr. Um, so, so far we know that it would involve Michael Porter Jr. Maybe a couple of future draft picks um, going to Houston. Now, like I said earlier, Denver's interested in either acquiring Bradley Beal or Drew Holiday by the end of the season. Now, I think it's more likely that Bradley Beal gets dealt because this this uh, Washington Wizards team is not coming off to a very good start. I think they're 0-4, if I'm not mistaken, heading into tonight's game against the Bulls. Either Is it tonight that they go up against the Bulls? I think so. Um, yeah, they're, they're not off to a very good start. Um, my relative, who is a Wizards fan, you know, even though, has told me that even though Russell Westbrook is consistently getting triple doubles for them, um, I think out of the four games they played, or three, three or four games that they played, um, Russell Westbrook had like two triple doubles already. But 
his field goal percentage is going down, which means that he's just not like he's just he's t- jacking up too many shots but not making them. Um, but you know, James Harden, I highly doubt. Like, I highly doubt that James Harden is going to Washington because James and Russell already realized that they can't play together. So I'm not sure Washington really wants to deal with that. I mean, Scotty Brooks coached both of them together in um, OKC. But that doesn't really mean anything because at the time, James Harden was at a stage in his life where he was a sixth man. And Russell Westbrook was the star. Him and Kevin Durant, of course. Um but now that James Harden is a superstar, you know, his, his ego has gotten a little bit too big. And he just cannot play with Russell Westbrook. Or what Russell Westbrook can't play with him. So I, I do not really picture, um, you know, Washington wanted to get involved in... If anything, they might send Bradley Beal to Denver. But it's going to have to include another team. I tried to work it out in the NBA trade machine, but it's just not. I can't get the money to work unless another team comes in. And I'm thinking maybe that team could be a team like Toronto. Uh, I know Toronto is very interested. Toronto's not off to a very good start either. So a team like Toronto would be interesting. Uh, but that's really all I can think of right now because... Um, I know Denver's not really, uh, I don't know, Denver's not really seriously interested in James Harden, but he, they are interested in um, facilitating a trade involving James Harden. If they can get back either Drew Holiday or, um, or uh, Bradley Beal. Now, you know, Milwaukee already made this promise in order to keep Giannis let's see if they stick with it because uh James Harden is an upgrade over Drew Holiday like Drew Holiday's good Drew Holiday's emerged as a pretty good player but he's not like he's not a James Harden um so I I and they already gave up so many future assets to get Drew Holiday as well so uh but I do know Milwaukee is has a lot of draft picks as well uh, but, you know, Giannis just signed a Supermax deal. I do not see a world in which James or uh, James gets traded to Milwaukee after, you know, the issues that he and Giannis have with each other. And then Giannis, they, they work so hard to sign Giannis to a long-term deal. Um... I don't see that happening. So my point is, if you, if Denver goes after G- uh, after uh, Drew Holiday or they go after um, um, Bradley Beal in order to facilitate uh, or in order to get the one of the one of those two guys, and they facilitate a James Harden deal, it's more than likely going to have to include a fourth team. Uh, it's probably going to be like a four or five team trade, to be honest, in order to get James Harden out. Um, 
There's a lot of moving pieces to this. That's why this is happening so slow. I know 50% of Rockets fans that I talk to just really want this to be over. I, I'm one of them. Like, I've never really been the biggest fan of James Harden ever since he got there anyway. I really tried to like the guy, but I just couldn't. Um, you know, I'm part of the 50% that just wants this guy gone, but I'm also realistic to the fact that this is going to take a lot of time to put a trade together. Um, it's not going to come easy. There's a lot of talks already being, uh, being had. You know, Raphael Stone is busy each and every single day, almost, just on the phone with other teams. So, believe me, Rockets fans, he's actually trying to push for this as well. It's just, it's not as easy as it sounds. So anyway, that's all I have for y'all today. Thanks for joining. I'll see y'all next time.